0: Welcome, 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 everyone. This is the very first episode of Hello Sports Tech Live. So as it is the first one, I think we have to explain what we're doing here, Uh, right, Ron? Absolutely, Ben. Go for it. Cool. So this is a new format, obviously. And um, yeah, we are always aiming to explain the world of sports and technology to everyone, and this is what we're still doing. We are digging into some interesting stuff that we came across recently, and we are going to walk you through that. And actually, we're going to do that in a short and crisp format that Ron is going to talk us to us about.
1: Yeah, welcome to all the people who are live on this channel, which doesn't look like too many right now, but we'll, but we'll get there. Um, hey, guys, thanks for streaming in. So. This is what the format of the show is about. Yeah, As Ben said, it's just about providing context to all the news that we are privy to because Ben and I see a lot of information about what's happening in the world of sports tech. So it's about bringing that to you. So here's how do we do it. We bring you five top stories that have happened in the last week, give or take. Um, and we'll give you a little bit of context So what happened exactly, why that happened and what that means. So we do a countdown from five to one. We spend a bit of time discussing our top story for the day. Then we will show you what product that we liked or that we did a review video. Usually one of us is doing uh, does a product review on our channel. If you're a subscriber, you'd know about that too. Uh, we'll walk you through what that video is. And there's an interesting giveaway. So please uh, stay tuned for that. And lastly, we'll always throw in one wild one for a week. Something that we like that happened that we want to discuss. And that's usually where Ben and I disagree. Uh, but let's see what happens in this week's episode. That's what it is. That's what we do
0: yeah looking forward it's going to be fun i would say let's jump right in and you can already tell we have prepared um some interesting <laughs> <laughs> here so this is a- ben's
1: had a lot of fun making all these slides and the transitions and the videos and the colors and it's clearly it, there's been time super well spread yeah it's it's probably gonna
0: gonna go wrong at, at some point i don't know we'll see we'll see yeah. um yeah. But yeah, all right. Let's let's come right to it. Let me start with news number five. I need a little bit of time to to bring it up. Give me one
1: second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all good. Take your time, Ben. We're building up to this. There's a moment of anticipation. Good things come to those who wait. See me vamping here, going freestyle. I'm giving you time as much as you need. There we go. Okay,
0: happy that you can stop now. Okay, I'm gonna put you to the background and bring you back on stage once once it's your turn again. Uh, So ladies and gentlemen, uh, news number five is that um, I think around 10 days ago, um, the so-called fan-controlled football league went live or had the kickoff. I think we were talking to the founder, like almost two years ago. So this thing has been in the making for quite a a while. So go check out our our podcast um, to to see what the guy was uh, saying about two years ago. But the main thing is, obviously, the the name says it. uh, It's a fan-controlled football league. So there seems to be some influence from the fan side. And I'm going to quickly play this video for you so that you get an impression. And I'm going to mention the most important things. So here we go. So it is played on a, a bit smaller football field, as you can see. And the fan angle uh, actually means that you, on your f- smartphone, have uh, an influence on the game. And that can be multiple things. Uh, it starts with uh, when you draft the players. It, starts, uh, it continues with who starts the game. Then you can actually vote on the actual place during the game. So you have a lot of influence. And as you can see on the screen, um, the better you are, so the better choices you make, the higher you are in a, a virtual leaderboard, which I find super interesting. And the whole thing is uh, streamed on Twitch. They have lined up amazing partners already. And yeah, they see themselves, let's say, as an alternative to uh, the NFL, obviously. And also, um, I think it's going to be um, a good opportunity for some of the, the players who don't play NFL uh, to show themselves, to maybe show that they are still in shape or they should have been drafted or something like this. And as you can see on the screen, there are a bunch of new interesting teams and players involved. So. A very interesting initiative that we, of course, wanted to mention here. So, um, yeah, go on the Twitch channel, go to the Fan Control Football League um, website, and there you find all the relevant information. That is news number five. Let me bring back Ron to the stage, who is going to talk about the next topic, actually. Yeah, so, I
1: mean, for, uh, FCFL is a, is a cool one. I like it. Uh, it's a feeder league for the NFL, as you say. Uh, let's see how that one goes. On to the next story, Ben. Let's go.
0: Cool. All right. Let me bring that up. Go for it.
1: All right. Story number, sto- next story up front is we have is something that the Golden State Warriors did, right? They launched, they signed an agreement with a company called Live-like, uh, for their game mode second screen fan experience app, right? So basically, of course, everybody knows what second screen is about now. Um, It's while you're you're playing your live game or watching your live game, you have some interaction, usually around uh, chats or polls or something of that nature to get fans more engaged. Uh, I I believe they'll have some trivia questions and cheer meters now, which have become super common um, during COVID times. Now, the Warriors... Uh, are a bit of a leader in this front. I think they've done something like this before because they did something around the, the draft room previously. Um, so they've been looking to find different ways to engage with fans. And also, they are the first team to launch something like this with Live Like. Now, now, what exactly is Live Like? Live Like is a company that basically handles more on the fan experience side. So creating different uh, products where you can create highly engaged fans. Uh, they claim, they basically tell sports team that you know what your fan, who your fans are. So they create white label solutions um, for uh, sports teams, leagues, all of that, to drive engagement. How they do this, they have a couple of different products. They have these widgets which sit on live streams, which are super interesting, um, which can do anything from betting odds to Twitter feeds to just player statistics, whole bunch of stuff like that. So it's a very cool company. Who, oh, by the way, Live Like VR just got acquired as part of uh, COSM, Causing Group. I think I'm, I'm pronouncing it right. I'm not sure if it's an abbreviation or not. But it's a company that is formed who are proclaiming to be digital leaders in the immersive experience space. So, having all these large screens that you can interact with uh, while you're doing other things on your mobile devices and watching live games to have a genuinely mixed immersive experience. That's what this company is about. That's where LiveLike is headed as well. I think it's an interesting story, uh, Ben. I think it's cool to see what the Warriors are doing. And it's good cool to see them take the lead at the first sports team, remember, not just in, not just for NBA team. Uh, and hopefully more will follow.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, a second screen has been uh, a buzzword for quite a while now. And yeah, yep. we're waiting for um, <clears throat> a team to properly use it. But I think uh, time, is, time is ripe, right? Yep, absolutely. Cool. I am gonna move on to topic number three. So there is a company called Clear. Uh, they call themselves a secure identity company, and they have raised an investment round of hundred million US dollars. So what is Clear? And you see or already see that that terminal um, in the picture on the website. So what they do is um, they take your bio markers or your biometric identifiers such as it says um, your irises so they look into your eyes and your fingerprints and as they say these distinct characteristics are the most accurate forms of ids and out of this they create actually um, yeah uh, a code that is encrypted so nobody should of course um, steal your um, identity and then yeah they use your irises and your fingerprints so that you can check into for example um an, a gate at the airport but i mean we are in sports here so i guess you know what is coming so in the future when you finally as a fan can go back to a stadium you can identify yourself on these terminals um with your irises and your fingerprints and um let me quickly like, go to their uh, sports section on the website so how does it work You can see it here. Um, You need to find a special entrance, a clear entrance, where you have uh, an ambassador helping you if you need help. You just um, go to this terminal, you get scanned, and you can go into the stadium. And actually, as you see there with this um, yummy looking pretzel and some sort of shake, you can actually also uh, order your your food and your beverages in the stadium in the best case. And um, this is not something that is happening in the future. Because, as you can see, they have already a very impressive um, yeah, portfolio of partners. And actually, they are the official biometric identity and ticketing partner of the Major League Baseball. That's a mouthful. Um, but, yeah, idea is great. Um, I can totally see this happening. But there's one other interesting thing why they also probably uh, got so much of the investment. It is that um, they also are working on a so-called health pass. And as the name says, it is also connected to the healthy side of things, which is especially the information whether or not you uh, have received some sort of vaccination, especially against COVID, right? Um, So whenever you check into a stadium or into a gate at an airport, um, just by identifying yourself, you can already prove that you have received um, a certain amount of uh, type of vaccination. So no more questions to be answered. That is clear. That is 100 million investment, and I'm sure we're gonna um, yeah come across one of their devices in the very near future. Ron, what is what is your take on it?
1: Actually, first thing, what was that official partner of what? It's uh, official. Say that again. You're
0: go, you're gonna bring me in trouble again. I have to look it up. Wait a second. It is the official
1: biometric identity and ticketing partner of Major League Baseball. Love it. If there is ever something that I want my company to be have its branding on, it is that. It is that tag. No, listen. I mean, uh, quickly. It's it's super important. This is exactly what it, what the future is going to be of, for any fan returning to a stadium. Um, having the safety and security, uh, the confidence to do it is only with all these measures in place. So, I think it's uh, it's very cool to see. I think Clear is doing a great job on that front.
0: Cool, and I am going to take the next one as well. So you are back to the backstage. So <clears throat> there is a company called Therabody, and they have received an investment by over 100 professional athletes. I think I've never read anything like this before, over 100. And amongst them are like uh, not so well-known players like Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, also on the list, I think, is uh, Rihanna, Justin Timberlake, uh, Kevin de Bruyne, and a bunch of other guys. So it sounds a bit like the who and who, uh, who is who of uh, international sports and also entertainment. Um, but yeah, what what is uh, Therabody? You might ask. Um, they're especially known for a device that you can see here that is called um, Theragun. And those uh, Theragun devices are actually matching a trend that we are um, observing, which is the trend of recovery, the business of recovery. So more and more uh, professional athletes, but also amateur players, Uh, take good care of their bodies, more professional than they might have done before. And um, a very successful device um, in in that realm is this uh, Theragun. And as you can see here, they have a bunch of interesting ambassadors. Um, They are the official sponsor of Real Madrid. So this is not a small company anymore. Um, Yeah, this is the Theragun device. And I think it's a very smart way to involve so many athletes um, as users, as ambassadors, and as investors, so how could you not use this device? I'm asking. This is news number two. Ron, what do you think?
1: I mean, it's a big it's a big thing, right? I mean, they've got how many million Twitter followers, I'm sure, in an instant, just by having all these uh, celebrities sign up for their platform. It takes one tweet from each of them, and boom, suddenly you've got the visibility. I think that's the biggest power of the athlete investor slash celebrity investor, and they know this as well. I mean, when they come in, they're they're not just putting in equity uh, for cash. They're putting in equity for all the uh, marketing and all that they bring as well. Uh, the product itself is super cool. Can't wait to try it out. Maybe we should get that as a review, Ben. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely, it looks pretty bad as well. I'm sure we can shoot some good pictures there.
0: Um, but what, what I was wondering is how much how much legal work do you have to do to get over 100 athletes signed on, on such a deal? I
1: mean, yeah, I mean that's a lot. That that PR manager is having a like a crazy time. Of, like First of all, the agents and everybody else that's involved. But now that it's out there in public and getting all of these guys, to do, that must have been quite a task. A so good job, Therabody. If nothing else, just to close this round, uh, which must have been quite a piece of work. All right, Ben, on to it. Our top story for the week. Shall we yes,
0: go? that is yours. Go for it.
1: All right. Now, the tech savvy amongst you might have already been tracking this news of all the people that are on the stream right now. But even if you catch later... Um, But this has been an interesting story that's been building to a couple of days ago, there was an article in um, a report rather in the information, if you know that website, um, which talked about Facebook secretly building a smartwatch or entering the smartwatch game. Now, this is a really interesting story for a couple of reasons. Uh, first of all, uh, the article broke in the information and now has been carried by pretty much every major publication, including The Verge. So I think that seems pretty legit. Just, uh, the information comes from inside sources. Facebook hasn't made an official announcement yet. We should put that, we should clarify that. But let's move past that. Uh, why this is important. Mark Zuckerberg has been heard saying multiple times that he wanted to be part of the next biggest shift in device computing after the after the phone. Uh, And he wanted Facebook to be part of that shift. And he believes, like many others, that the smartwatch is going to be it. Well, I don't have a smartwatch. I have a Fitbit tracker. But fitness is on your wrist. I think that's the big thing. Uh, What your mobile device has been for communication and discovery and access to the Internet, your wristband, it seems like, is going to be for fitness and one specific part of communication that is messaging. And Facebook wants to really hone in that. Uh, The product is going to be built on the Google OS the Wear OS, which hasn't been particularly popular, hasn't been uh, successful, but it seems like Facebook is going to launch with it and then build their own OS over time. Um, Man, this is coming hot in the news after Amazon last year launched Halo, their uh, smart wearable platform. It's not a smart watch, but again, a wrist form uh, or something that you'll wrap around your list, which is a wrist, which is going to be a fitness device. We have heard Apple come out in a big way, on fitness tim cook released there was an article on him talking about fitness being the device or i think he talked about it as fitness being the legacy of apple this company that has given us basically the smartphone in it's in its current form he believes that apple's legacy over the next uh, coming years will be for its fitness and the change that it brought in the health and fitness industry which is such an interesting statement for for him to make as well Apple currently on 51% of that market. Ben, jump back in, tell me what you think, because this is, I think, pretty big news. Um, would you buy a Facebook smartwatch?
0: Um, no, I have a good one already.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he has an Apple, by the way.
0: <laughs> um, actually that's actually the the keyword here, because I want to bring an, uh, in another aspect of the story, um, which obviously involves Apple, and which also involves um, timing um because last week when we had uh, episode 0 which was the test yep. run session and uh, shout out to our uh long term friend Alex Zorida, who was one of our very first um um yeah how you say, watchers, <laughs> people in the audience? Um, he um, also mentioned this story to me, by the way. And um, yeah, so the last week, what we, did we mention? We mentioned that Apple is working on a VR device that yep. will ultimately probably lead to uh, a mass market AR um, device, probably glasses. And the the funny thing is that um, I mean, Facebook is with Oculus is in the VR game for quite a while, right? And now, Apple announcing that they're going to go into VR and AR, um, maybe that that uh, tickled them a little bit or, or pushed them a little bit. And now, like a week later, there is this rumor coming out that uh, Facebook is working on a smartwatch, something that Apple is successfully doing for quite a while all in a big context there that there is this big debate or, or food, how do you say feed food, food uh, going on between um, Apple and Facebook for a while now over those data privacy concerns. So for me, it all seems like this back and forth and those two giants fighting against each other. Um, I mean, that it makes sense for a, a data giant like, like Facebook to, to go into this topic as well. It is obvious, but I enjoy the, the timing and the back and forth in the story.
1: Yeah, fair point. I mean, it's interesting, like like I said, I think Facebook was pretty clear that they had only two OSs that they could actually run this device on. It was either gonna be uh, Google's Android Wear OS or uh, Apple's, and it was pretty clear that they were gonna go with Google. Um, they got to use the, the open source platform and eventually build off that. We've already seen Samsung, Huawei, all start with Wear OS and then transition out of it. Um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see whether this makes a dent or not. But let's be short. Sure, I think the mega trend is, that fitness is going to be on your wrist. Whatever device you're wearing is going to be. The big companies are certainly projecting that this is going to be the center of your fitness universe. Fitbit has al- already announced that they're going to do uh, oxygen sensors and uh, I think lactose tolerance, uh, through their uh, through their new age devices. So everything's getting packed in your wrist. Better get a good one.
0: Yep. So this is the top five for this week. When yeah. kind of. 20 minutes in, we got maximum 10 minutes, if we keep our plan, uh, for the other stuff that we have here. So um, why don't we talk a little bit about um, our YouTube channel and the review video that we published last week. And you're going to see Mr. Malhotra again.
1: Yeah, that was me reviewing uh, a company called Footbar. Actually, we did that last week. And Ben also, I believe, published another video just today. So check out our YouTube uh, review channel, which is on, if you're watching this on YouTube, you already see it. But basically what we do is we review products, cool products from the world of tech. This product is basically a football tracker, as it says on the screen, uh, which gathers a whole bunch of your data. It syncs to your mobile device uh, and then it creates, as you play your game of football, you just strap it onto your on your shin, And it's gathering like your passes, your dribbles, your runs. Uh, All of this cool data, exactly as you can see on the interface over there. The most interesting thing is the output that it creates. And This FIFA-style card is a mega trend. We've talked about this in our football tech report. We've talked about this on our other content platforms. This FIFA-style card that you, as a user, can then share with other people across different platforms and then also track your own performance over time. It helps with scouting. It helps with social sharing, building a following uh, for each footballer, all that good stuff. I think that is where the true power of this particular app, football, was very cool. And interestingly enough, nice way to plug football, we're also doing a giveaway of the product. Uh, to know how we're doing this giveaway, you have to watch that video. And also go to our Instagram channel. Do both those things, and you could be in the running to get a free football device for you and a friend, maybe uh, shipped to you. Ben, did you try the football app? I don't know if you did. No, I didn't. No, you did. But it was fine. I think you've, you've tried a couple of other ones. We did Humanox together, I remember a few weeks ago. We've got a bunch of review videos on our channel. Uh, but Football is the first one they're doing a giveaway for. So, all the people that are watching the stream live, the millions and millions, go to our YouTube video uh, for Football and check out uh, that giveaway as well.
0: Absolutely. Cool. And uh, down there is our Instagram handle. Uh, those visuals, they just work, you know?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: The, the, yeah. don't, don't miss the colors as well. We, we, we did discuss for a while that background that you see, the gradient, what shade of gradient, how the flow of the gradient was. Excellent. Excellent aesthetic. No coincidence,
0: my friends. No coincidence. Um, All right. Um, And now we're coming to the part of the show that I always look forward to. I mean, always we just did one restaurant, but I already know that I'm looking forward to this. We are coming up with a plus one something that is a bit weird, odd, funny, interesting. Something where we're like, what? Wait a minute. So last week we were talking about uh, Nike's hands free shoe, where Ron said that he wouldn't buy it. And I'm sure that we will see it on the streets of Berlin. Um, But we have. Uh, yeah, another interesting finding in this week, and yeah, it is this news. Um, I mean, you can you can read it, but let me say it again. Um, Okay, or coming from a different perspective. I mean, you probably know the Hawkeye system uh, has been used um, in multiple sports uh, and in tennis. I mean, the the Australian Open are running these days. Um, It's used for um, identifying whether a ball was out or not, right? Pretty, pretty sophisticated system. And they will, I think they already replaced the the referees entirely for these kind of decisions at the Australian Open at least. Um, But what is discussed now, believe it or not, that instead of somebody shouting out when a ball is out, that actually uh, some sponsor's name will be mentioned. It's not out anymore. It's, for example, as they say, Rolex, 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 which could be a bit annoying. And Ron and I had a little, I don't know, I wouldn't say challenge, but we were like, okay, we have to come up with something funny or something odd. So um, both of us were thinking about, uh, interesting sponsors that could uh, either I don't know mess this up or use this as a big
1: opportunity. Um, I prepared three. Ron, I don't know. Did you did you come up oh, with something? I, I I came up with a couple. Uh, just just to provide context to the story for one quick second before we jump into the fun part. So the U.S. Open already did this last year. Uh, they had they had the Hawkeye system implemented, but they didn't do it for their center and uh, and court number one. So they didn't do it on the biggest courts with the semifinals and finals of trade. Australian Open has gone of course all out. One of the reasons they're doing this is also because of COVID. Uh, they're saying that having less uh, umpires on the court, uh, it's uh, friendlier uh, to, re- to reduce uh, COVID transmission chance- chances. Wimbledon has also taken this up very seriously. So you're likely going to see this system across the Grand Slams, on all the Grand Slams, on all the matches, including the finals. There have been some disputes with players and stuff, but most of them love it. That being said, so this, this, this system is here to stay. And the Grand Slams will probably remain pure. But some tennis event for somewhere. and i have a feeling it's going to be us i don't know for sure but it's going to probably going to be there. Is going to do this thing i i, I could see it totally that they're going to do some sponsors okay so ben what is your what is your first shout? Uh,
0: okay i'm going to go with with a simple one um what could be interesting the us brand champion Imagine. champion okay champion mm-hmm. yeah so i mean you're actually not a champion because the ball is out. But then they champion.
1: Okay, this actually, There's uh, actually, you don't you don't know this, but uh, there's there's a song sung by a professional cricketer who plays for the West Indies, uh, Dwayne Bravo, which goes champion, champion. Like it's proper West Indian, and in the reggaeton, and this that. Yeah, you could you could just do champion.
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Michael okay, Jordan,
1: go. Obama's a champion. Okay, so you got champion. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm going to give you one. I was thinking, um, what if it could be like a chant that even the crowd could get on? So every time the ball went out, they would also say, "Go, Daddy!" <laughs> <laughs> so like, I mean, there are also different different levels you could do it. So you could do "Go, Daddy," or you could go "Go, Daddy," and <laughs> <like> this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so the crowd. So you could say "Go, da- Go, Daddy," or like whatever. You could you could you could have fun with. Uh, with a few different directions in that one, I think.
0: For the men's tournament, I could see this, yeah. Women, not so sure. Maybe OK. They, maybe not. Um, so um, yeah, maybe something that would potentially disturb the players a little bit um, would be, let's, let's say, go a little bit more into, let's say, the the dating and, and what might follow dating uh, area. So I mean, uh, Bumble is uh, sponsoring one of the NBA teams. So okay. imagine. Somebody, I mean, you yeah, the ball is hit out and it's like bumble bumble, or let's say like Durex or someone, right? Like Durex, Durex. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, think the players would be too excited there,
1: right? Oh, maybe maybe they would get very excited. Who knows? Uh, okay, okay. My my next my next one. I'm going to go with. I thought of a, a two-word thing. So what if um, so what if you had a brand uh-huh. where. Based on either the sideline side out or the full line out, had different words. So if it went mm. out full, you could go Duncan, and if it went out on the side, you go donuts, and you you'd go Duncan a... and donuts. Yeah. So imagine mm. while you're watching the game, suddenly you're getting hungry. I think that's pretty good, Duncan. You are, you are
0: so 2018 uh, when Duncan Donuts did the rebranding because they only call themselves Duncan anymore.
1: On, but you gotta get donuts in there. Otherwise, how do people like? It's 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 part of.
0: It. And what well, what is next?
1: The Facebook or what comes next? Well, no, actually that would be late. But there's an article. Dunkin' Donuts is a thing. Come on, yeah, was, you gotta okay, get donuts okay, in Facebook there. Facebook in
0: 2004,
1: That's why the Facebook. But you, I, you I don't... know, I know. But like there is an article. You can't scream dirt. We, we see donuts now. Donuts. Gotta get okay, I got donuts. one last one. We got one last one. Uh, okay.
0: We go to the energy drink area.
1: And I would go for monster. Monster. Yeah. Okay. Well, that would be scary. I can imagine, like, some. What if? What if they could do? Yeah, I can. I, I. I'm totally seeing like the Nickelodeon or the green slime and all. So every time monster comes, you actually see something come up from the from the mm-hmm. sidelines and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, all right. That's yeah. That's our five. Stupid, stupid done? sponsors. I think i have done. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, that's our own drive.
0: Um, great. Um, we are at the end of our very first show. Um, yeah, pretty much stayed within the half an hour time frame and wasted the last five minutes on, on bad jokes on <laughs> potential uh, uh, sponsors. Dick
1: Sporting Goods. Yeah, but not Shouted Dick Sporting Goods. I like it. Brianna, oh, I want to see audience member. Yeah, good one.
0: Thanks, Brianna. Um, wonderful. Um, yeah, we are done for episode one. Uh, this is going to happen every week from now on. Um, on every Thursday, I think it's a good time to do this. Uh, 6 PM, Berlin time, noon New York City time, and the rest you have to calculate for yourself. Uh, we're also going to upload this on our YouTube channel, so you can watch yep. some of the stuff on demand. But of course, while you are here live, you can also use the chat function, ask us questions, and all the cool things, I would say, and get informed first, because I'm not sure when we will upload this.
1: Um, anything left to say, Mr. M? I think that's it. That's episode one done. See you next week. Sweet. Take care. Have a good evening. Ciao.